Hello and welcome to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about digital technologies in education and I'll be discussing some important topics that are impacting students, parents and educators. As an educator myself, it's easy to see the many impacts that technology is having on students and their learning. I'm briefly going to discuss three topics, but I'm going to spend the majority of my time today talking about an issue that I feel is most relevant and important to me, and that's equitable access to technology. So, like I said, I'm briefly going to touch on um, three topics. They are student privacy, child safeguarding, and digital citizenship before I really dive into the main topic for today. So my first topic for today is student privacy. I read this quote from the Electronic Privacy Information Center that says, students do not shed their rights at the schoolhouse gate and the right to privacy is no exception. This topic of student privacy in a digital age is an important one. Student records and achievements have always been private information. But now that we have online learning platforms and free apps, um, student information can be shared and sold really easily. It's important to read terms and conditions when you are signing up for apps. Protecting student information needs to be more of a focus. Recent incidents like the New York City breach compromising student data underscores the need for privacy measures. Let's move on to the topic of child safeguarding. This topic is crucial in our discussion on digital technologies as ensuring the online safety and well-being of our students is a really important one. Safety tech, as discussed by Fippen and Gray in their book called Digital Children, A Guide for Adults, offers three main approaches for ensuring safety online. They are filtering, monitoring, and tracking. Now, I said I was going to discuss this briefly, so here's just an overview. Um, filtering is about blocking access to inappropriate content. Monitoring involves observing interactions on devices and setting limits. I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard of screen time limits. And tracking uses location-based technologies such as GPS to keep an eye on a child's whereabouts. Obviously, this would be a more appropriate measure for a parent to do than an educator. It's, in, it's important, though, to find the right balance between protecting children online and respecting their privacy and independence. Open communication with children strengthens safeguarding efforts. I strongly suggest this book by Fippen and Gray for any parent or educator who's concerned about safeguarding children online. Next, let's talk about digital citizenship. It's important that our students are aware that they leave behind a digital footprint, which reflects who they are online. They need to be aware that a good digital citizen is someone who shows empathy, uses technology positively, shares information responsibly, respects privacy and rights, all with the aim of fostering a safer and more inclusive online environment. Students need to be educated on this topic, and they also need to be held accountable for their actions. So my final topic that I'd like to talk about today is equitable access to technology. Let's just start with talking about what this means. Equitable access to technology involves ensuring that all students, regardless of their background, have access to technology in the classroom. This topic hits clo close to home for me personally. I was listening to a TED Talk by Sal Khan the other day called How AI Could Save, Not Destroy Education. It was a great talk about how AI can revolutionize learning. 
So much of his talk was inspiring, but something he said stung me. He said, we're going to give every student on the planet an artificially intelligent but amazing personal tutor. And we're going to give every teacher on the planet an amazing artificially intelligent teaching assistant. I thought this was a bold statement and one that highlighted his privileged. I lived in Hong Kong during the pandemic. Hong Kong is a very high-tech country where almost everyone has a personal device and every school has access to technology. I too took it for granted that tech was accessible everywhere. One year ago, almost to the day I moved to South Africa. We get up to 10 hours of power outages a day, almost every day. And most people don't have devices or, e or internet at home. I can't imagine what teaching during COVID would have been like or what being a student here would have been like. I also can't see how Sal Khan's statement could be true for a country like South Africa. The digital divide between these two countries couldn't be wider. Now, I've just spoken about how technology can create divides and highlight inequity. But we can also discuss about how technology can work to create equity, particularly within a classroom. Having greater emphasis to tech in schools now gives students access to learning materials outside of the classroom. And the massive amounts of data that's generated as a result allows teachers to make more informed decisions about the learning of their students. Salkan's 10 talk highlighted a perfect example of how new AI software is personalizing learning and giving all students within classrooms greater access to learning materials. Tech can be a great tool for learning. However, the digital divide remains a significant challenge. So to end this podcast, I'll share with you some final thoughts. As an educator, I believe we have a responsibility to prepare our students for the future by integrating technology. But we also need to be aware of these major issues surrounding its implementation. I'd also like to leave with you a final message taken from Kai-Fu Lee's TED Talk on how AI can save our humanity. While technology has the potential to revolutionize the world we live in, it's important that we find the balance between embracing its benefits and preserving its unique qualities that define us as human beings, such as creativity, compassion, and love. No job is more ever-changing, multifaceted, or fulfilling than that of a teacher.